Well, welcome back to the Grip Wild Men Who Matter podcast. We are so excited to be with you again. And, and look, we're really enjoying this, and hopefully you guys are too. As always, I am here with my man, Brandon Broach. As always, he is truly the man who makes this work. He is the mastermind behind the technology of what we do. What's up, Brandon? What's up, Steve? So good to be here on this rainy afternoon in Alabama. I'm excited to talk today because today we're going to get to hear a little bit more of your story. You know, one of the things that we've kind of discovered in this process is every single one of us has been gifted with a talent or an ability. We have these passions that burn inside of us, these things that we're not really sure why they drive us the way that they do, but they keep us awake at night. They wake us up in the morning. They're the things that really make your heart come alive. One of the things that we've discovered in this is everybody's got these talents, but nobody gets there on their own. So no matter what you love to do, if you love business, if you love numbers, if you love hunting, if you love fishing or sports or whatever your hobby is, whatever your passion is, you probably didn't arrive at that on your own. It's always connected to another person. And so today I'm excited because you're going to tell us a little bit about your story because you are a fisherman and you love to fish. And I wanted you to share your story today about how you got introduced to fishing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the one thing that... (laughs) We kind of joke and joke around about at, at here at Grip Wild. Just seems like everything we always do is about hunting, and every everybody thinks that we're all hunters. And I give everybody a hard time around the office that you know I'm a fisherman. Like I, that, that's I'm a fisherman to the core. Uh, I just happen to like hunting, and I just happen to make a living uh, making and developing and selling hunting products. But I'm a fisherman. Period. That is the core <laughs> of who I am is is fishing and and that passion uh, has really I think uh, continued throughout the years just to grow more and more and more. But but it but just like what you just said, but it all started with one person and and the day that uh, my grandfather took me fishing for the first time, and I know this statement sounds generic, but it is, it's true for me. The day he took me fishing for the first time, it changed my life. It literally changed my life. And here's how I know it changed my life. And here's how I know that fishing truly is a passion of mine. Because when I think about that day, and when I tell that story, I, I can tell it like it happened yesterday. And it was over 30 years ago. But I remember it as vividly as it happened yesterday. And it, it has truly penetrated my soul and my thoughts um, for 30 years. Um, and, and I'll tell you a little bit about it today, just, just so you maybe you can draw a picture of it or even draw a picture of your, your own experience and your own story of where maybe uh, a passion in your life started. Um, I'll never forget, my grandfather uh, had a, a old green John boat with a, with a 20 horsepower mercury on it. And I fell in love with that boat. I still own that boat to this day. It's actually within eyesight of us recording this podcast. That boat, uh, it will never leave my family. Um, I, I will. It will never leave my family. Period. Um, I will have it to the day I die. And I and I and I pray 
uh, daily that my my sons are, will fall in love with it like like I did because um, it means a lot to me because I, I looked at that boat day after day after day and each day I would go and and, and play play in it because I, I used to at one point in my life I lived with my grandparents and as, as a small child and every day I would go and climb in this boat and I would I would visualize and picture me fishing I would find old pieces of of fishing lures worms and old pieces of line and I would tie that line onto the worm and I'd throw it over the edge of the boat while sitting in the yard don't forget this I'm not on water I'm not actually fishing <laughs> while sitting in the yard and I would just visualize and, and, and pretend like I was fishing I mean I'd never been and it can I mean it 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 was all I wanted to do um and so I'll never forget the day the the, the first day he ever took me out in that boat um I, I remember I, I I just remember it all kind of happening in slow motion um and, you know I didn't know what was happening I didn't know what the next step was you know I wasn't you know I wasn't versed in it I wasn't I hadn't been exposed to it so every move uh was a new move right everything was a was a new thing and and, and literally the the very first fish the very first bass that I ever saw caught hooked me for life because um, of what I saw and what I experienced in it. Uh, I know exactly. He caught it on a black and blue jig, a black and blue jig with, with the real, uh, we don't really use them anymore, but with a black pork trailer. I mean, this is old school stuff, guys. This is 30 years ago. And, uh, and what mesmerized me the most is he caught this largemouth bass on this black and blue jig and it had a it had a brim sticking out of its throat, so this bass had just recently tried to eat this big bluegill, and it was half of it was hanging out of the fish's throat, and I was I mean I was a little kid like I was a little kid, and I was so mesmerized by it, I was so mesmerized by what I was seeing, and then it wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't too long later. We had, we had turned the curve in this pond and we were headed back down um, the bank. And and right before I caught my first bass ever, I was actually taught a life lesson that ha- I have held on to my entire life and is what I have focused on my entire life. And I actually had an opportunity to preach at my grandfather's funeral and I spoke about this because this is the one thing that he taught me um, this is kind of a little side note. I didn't know where it's going to go here today, but I do want to share this because it it rocked my world and it stuck with me my whole life. And it's basically uh, how I have focused um, my daily living, my family, my business, everything I do. I was using a white rooster tail, old school rooster tail. It'd catch anything. If you ever have to catch fish, just tie on a white rooster tail. I promise you, you'll catch something. But this 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 lake, it had a little bit of um, algae in it, a little bit of grass, like slimy uh, um, algae in it. And and a rooster tail has a treble hook on it. And I kept getting a little bit of just a little bit of grass on it, a little bit of green slime on it. And I looked to my grandfather and I said, does it matter if I have a little bit of grass on this bait, on this rooster tail? And he looked at me, and my, my grandfather was a man of few words, uh, but when he said something, uh, you, you should listen. And he looked at me, and he says, and I, you know, I said, does it matter if there's a little bit of grass on it? He said, 
does it matter if you catch a fish? And basically that told me that yes, a little bit of something does matter. As a child, even as a small child, that resonated with me. I can remember vividly translating his maybe somewhat sarcasm to a life lesson that yes, little things can matter greatly in your life, both negatively and positively. And so for the rest of my life, and I have so much, even even in trying to teach my children, focusing on the small things can have great impact in your life. Changing something small can have great impact in your life. And I started cleaning off the little bit of grass off my bed every time I I cast it and retrieved, and I caught my first bass ever. And I was hooked, and I've been hooked for life. I've been hooked since then, and I don't see it going anywhere. And, man, praise God that so far my children are hooked with fishing. And that's as a father, that's just so exciting that I will continue to get to enjoy that um, in my life with my children. And so, but but to bring that back, back around to why we're here today is um, the idea that this passion in my life, this joy in my life, this thing that has honestly, if you know me, if you if you know me from around town or my life or growing up, you you know that everything I talk about it seems to be uh, some theme of of fishing or at least the outdoors. And so, but that passion, that love, that drive, that that moment that really. Um, shaped who I am didn't come from the fish. It came from a man who took me fishing. It came from my grandfather who was willing to invest that time in me. And, and even more so, even if it was sarcastic, gave me a life lesson that I have stood on for my entire life. But that passion was introduced by a person, not a thing. Even if you wake up and you say, "Man, I, I want to do that. I want to. I want to be that thing. I want to. I want to start a new a new hobby. I, I, these. I want to be a fisherman." Well, even if you wake up with that desire, it, where do you start? I, I have a saying that I say a lot in the field. Like nobody wakes up and arbitrarily decides to be a duck hunter. They may have a desire to try something, to try the experience, but but. Where have I gained all of my experience? It's been in the relationships. It's been in the people that have invited me and brought me along and showed me the way and explained to me, now, now, this is how you should do it. This is what you need. This is the equipment you need. This is the process you go through. So it's all relational. And it's just so important because when we talk about things like talent and being successful and finding significance and finding that place that you're searching for, we, we say it, I think we said it last week, and we probably even said it the week before, that you can be the best. No matter how talented you are, that may get you to the top. It may get you to the pinnacle. But what's going to keep you there? It's never talent. It's character. And it's integrity. And both of those things are fundamentally founded on having other people being able to speak into your life. Absolutely. And I think if you think about also that thing about talent, I mean, talent really in the context of the lane that it's in, I mean, talent is temporary. Your talent will fade. Your talent will one day not really be talent anymore. 
but the relationships and the people that you met along the way and 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 did life with and 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 participated in that talent whatever it is those are lasting those will last forever and so we can't lose sight of that i mean if even if you know talking more about my story every fishing story every season of my my life in the fishing industry the fishing world just fishing for fun every story i think if if I really sat down and just started jotting things out or sat down and maybe wrote a chapter of a book, every one of them would, would revolve around me meeting somebody. I think very rarely would I ever sit down and talk about a day of fishing or a day of hunting. I mean, even, even our, even our big days, even, even the days that yes, it was an amazing harvest or amazing catch. We, we caught so many, we caught so big we still would relate that or connect that back to someone, to somebody, to a community that we were part of, to someone that we had met, to a conversation that we struck up in a bait store or a conversation that we struck up at the boat ramp or over breakfast at a little small hole-in-the-wall restaurant where for whatever reason a lot of fishermen or a lot of hunters end up there every morning or every every day for you know brunch where you've already you've hunted and you've come in or you fished and you've come in. That's where the best breakfast is, by the way. That's right. Those places. Those places. Yeah, like the, the holes in the walls is is really where you got to go if you really want to experience uh, true food, especially like what we call soul food, and, and you know really. Uh, it really brings you back to why you're doing all of this, but that's a great point though, because how many, how many conversations have we had with people in those environments, you know, and it's this collective place. It's a place where people who have the same kind of mindset, the same, um, they've been through the same experience. They're, they have the same chase, right? They're pursuing the same thing, whether it's, whether it's hunting or fishing or, or even sports, you know, it's a post game, you're hanging out, you know, when you surround yourself with people that are on a common path, that are, that are experiencing the same type of struggle that you're experiencing, there's this relationship, there's this relatability that happens. And then oftentimes when we walk away from that circumstance, I don't remember what I ate that day. But man, I remember the conversation that we had at the table, or I remember the conversation that we struck up with the guy, you know, at the boat ramp. And that's something that I carry with me. And I think it's because this, I think it's because ultimately, wherever you go, and whatever you're striving for, whatever you're pursuing, ultimately, the only thing that's going to go with you from season to season, it's not going to be your success. It's not going to be your trophies. It's not going to be your bank account. The thing that goes season to season is relationships. Mm-hmm. That's what we carry from one season to the next. That's right. The guy who the guy who taught me how to tie a knot, the guy who showed me how to cast a bait caster, the person who really explained how, why to fish a ledge the way you fish a ledge, the person who taught you how to shoulder a shotgun or, 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 or really... What what is what is the way you can hit a moving target, a clay target, a bird, a dove, a ducks, moving over and over again? What was the strategy? Why your success in all of this, your fulfillment in all of this, in in catching fish or, or harvesting an animal, it came from someone pouring into you. And so, yes, I totally agree. I totally agree that 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 is the lasting element. 
And if you just think about it, just think about your life. Think about your process. Think about your journey. Think about what the places you've been and the experiences you've had. Um, what was what is the what are the things that stand out? Um, and I think if if you would sit down and do that and walk through that, you would look up and you wouldn't have a lot of quote unquote trophies on your page, catches on your page the size of the deer on your page or the number of mallards you killed on your page or or even your, your your turkey feathers and your beards on your page. You'll really, if you'll look and if you write your stories and you'll write your experiences down over and over again, you will begin to see a common theme and that will be people. That will be, that will be the people that were involved. And that's why it's important because it, because it's the proofs in the pudding. If you think about it, like what's the most important element of us chasing our passions and us pursuing our passions. You know, at Grip, we talk about, like, passion's huge here. It's part of who we are. The P in Grip is passion. And we have to be more passionate about what we do than anybody else around us, no matter if it's about hunting or about being a husband or a dad or about being a businessman or about starting a business or being an entrepreneur or, or, or being a police officer or being an accountant, right? Be, be more passionate about accounting than anybody else around you. And again, we talk about all the time, like your passion, it's not, it's not your volume. Like people say all the time that I'm passionate because I, because sometimes I speak a little, I speak loudly. I speak, I speak with a lot of energy and I always, I'm I always want to, 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 Make sure they understand that my passion is not my volume level. My passion is the state of my heart. My passion is my buy-in to what I'm chasing, because not because not even because, and it's not because of the reward. It's not because of the trophy. I'm bought into the things that I'm bought in. I'm passionate about the things that I'm passionate about because of the return I get inside. Because I'm passionate about helping people because I know the return they'll get inside, in their souls. Right. The eternity, the internal return, not the trophy. Trophies are great. Yes, we love them. I mean, I'm staring at, a, I'm staring at three huge uh, buck racks right now. We got a beautiful pintail on the wall. We got a full turkey mount. Like the, 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 the trophies are great, right? They're great. But the lasting impact of pursuing your passion is the people is the buy-in of why you do it, not what you do. And we can't lose sight of that. And the why is the relationships. How can we use our passions? How can we use our talents? How can we use the things that bring us alive to impact people? Because look, if you guys keep listening, we're so great grateful you guys have listened to these podcasts and maybe you're checking us out on our Social media at Grip Wild and our Facebook, and um, we think our, web, our our website's really useful if you'll dive into it, and and we hope you guys are, and and um, you'll continue to do so. But but look, I promise, if you if you do, here's what you'll continue to hear: is that we're trying to help you take these passions, these desires, these talents, the things that bring you alive, and connect them to why you're here. Connect them to your purpose. You're going to hear that over and over again because what we know, 
what we believe in, what we have experienced ourselves is that if you'll take that passion, that desire, the thing that brings you alive and you'll connect it to why you exist, if you'll connect it to your purpose, you will be living a life of significant impact. And we tell people all the time, they ask, well, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what your purpose is either, but what I do know 100% for sure that the common denominator in my purpose, in your purpose, Brandon, in all of our purposes, the common denominator will always be people. Anybody that you see, that you experience, who are, who is living a life of impact, who is living a life of fulfillment, the people that you encounter in your life that are have true joy and true peace and true, man, when you're around them, it, it, they're contagious. If you'll really peel back that, if you'll peel back that success, if you'll peel back that impact, if you if you'll peel back what it what it is about them, I promise you, put it to the test. I promise you the common denominator will be people. And that's why we focus on it so much here is getting people, getting you guys to see and to experience that you're searching for something. You're chasing something. You're looking for this fulfillment in your life. And I don't necessarily know how to encourage you to get there. I don't necessarily can give you the, the five steps to fulfillment, but but what I can give you and what I can hopefully you can see and maybe you're even willing to try is that part of your fulfillment process, part of your success process is how will you engage with people in your life? How will you invest in people in your life? How will you get to a point where you're letting key individuals into your life who will impact you in ways that you are not experiencing? The passion that we're talking about is, again, it, it it's an indicator as to how God has wired each of us. Every one of us is different. Every one of us has things that we're really good at and things that we're not as good at. But we always, we always talk about passion in that sense. But what is that for you? And if you're, if you're struggling to come up with, man, I don't even know what I'm passionate about, I'm going to give you two questions to ask yourself that really help you in this process. It's going to help highlight a starting point for you to go on this little discovery. And so the first question is, what is it? What activity or, or experience or interaction do you have in your life where you come alive inside? Now, it may be three or four different kind of experiences, and so it's not to say that any one of them is, well, that's my passion, and I've got to go that way for the rest of my life, but they're indicators. So think. You've got to take a minute. Think about the things, the experiences, the activities, the people that you're around. When do you feel yourself come alive inside? And pay attention to those moments because those are indicators as to the way that God has wired you. And the second one is, what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? or keeps you awake at night. Like for me, it's an easy example. I, I like to sleep. I don't like to stop working, but when I stop working and I go to sleep, it's hard for me to get up. But for some reason, you can go through my cell phone and look at all the alarms that I have saved starting at 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. And they're labeled ducks, ducks, ducks. Because when it comes to hey, man, I got to get up at 2 in the morning so I can hit the road so I can go hunt some ducks. I never struggle to wake up on those days. You know, I never, ever hit the snooze button. 
And so that's how I know that, man, that's a passion for me. And I've got to figure out how that connects to people and connects to my purpose. But what is that in your life? What are the things that that you jump out of bed for in the morning? Or even more so, what are the things that when you lay awake at night, they're churning in your head and you're just dreaming up new ideas and you're so excited about something and it's just hard to shut it down. So what areas of your life do you notice that you come alive? And what are the things that get you out of bed or keep you awake at night? Those are two great questions to ask yourself as indicators of, man, okay, what am I passionate about? I know it may take some time, but be intentional about making a change and don't spend any more of your time in a place where you don't come alive, right? Don't spend any more of your life in a lane where you're just, you're just head down, pushing through. Like God, God has a, God has a greater plan for you than that. Like God, God has put some excitement and some joy and some talent and things in your life that do, do make you come alive for a reason. Like stop putting a can top on that and just saying, well, it's just, it's the, it's the hand that I was dealt or it's, it's just where I'm at. It's the cards that I've played. It's just where I'm at. Man, make a choice today to, to identify that those things that keep you alive or uh, keep you awake at night, the things that you're willing to run through a brick wall for and consider maybe making a shift. Consider maybe making a change in your life so that you are getting up every day, living life to the full. Does that mean it's always fun? No. Does that mean it's always... Look, if you look on all of our Instagram pages... It, you get the best of the best, right? You, you think we catch fish and kill animals every day or we're out in the woods every day and we're not working. That ain't the case. I mean, we grind daily around here, but it's intentional. We atten- intentionally surrounded ourselves and, and, and submerged ourselves in those things that do bring us alive and we're making a, we've made and are making and will make a career out of it. And that's how we're, and and when we take those things and we pair them with the people that we're doing them with, that's where we begin to experience fulfillment in our lives. And so, man, think about those two things. Think about the two things that that really just man gets you excited, gets you going. Like you, you're 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 like a kid all jacked up on Mountain Dew or ate too many pieces of Jolly Rancher, and the things that keep you awake at night. And maybe consider making a pivot in your life. I mean, it's a scary step for some of us because some of us are are currently, for whatever reason, we're really far away from where we're supposed to be. We're really far away maybe from our purpose. We're really far away from being in a lane that fulfills us. But you gotta you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start with a step. And we, I mean, it's a common theme here. Start. Somewhere, make a move somewhere, change something, and you will find yourself back in that lane of living out this extraordinary life that we talk about, this life of abundance, this life of fulfillment, this life and this, this, the reason you're here is far greater than you ever hoped for or imagined. It's in the Bible and, and you can live it out. You can live out this life of fulfillment, but you got to take a step. Steve, thanks for sharing your story today about the first time you ever went fishing. I think that that frames up a lot and helps us. We all have those moments. And uh, I hope if you're listening today, you, uh, you were able to stop and kind of envision your own story. 
And hopefully you'll take the steps that we gave you today and really kind of dig into what your purpose is. Because we believe that uh, when you can uncover your purpose and start connecting it to the people around you, you're going to find the meaning in life that you've really been searching for. So until next time, thanks for listening to the Men Who Matter podcast. For Steve Wisdom, I'm Brandon Broach. And remember, you are a man who matters.